Yo, 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 it's CJ today. It's Wayne from the Upgrade America podcast. You are now tuning in to episode 98. This is the light version. Unfortunately, my brother Cam forgot to press record in the first part of the podcast. So we get the light version, but it should still be entertaining. I hope you guys enjoy. Like, share, subscribe. Shout out to all our domestic and our international upgraders we appreciate you guys episode 99 coming up this week we got a big announcement coming up um yeah enjoy enjoy your week uh thanks for rocking with us as always we appreciate you uh, much love stay safe stay blessed take care of your friends family and be kind to everything that's everybody because it's free Simple as that. Peace. With the lobbyists, fist pumping the shoddy up. You don't need to fear, I'm here to talk politics. I want my 40 acres, you can keep the meal. But I want 600 horses to drive my kids to school. But, like, I just assume my, my phone has been tapped and it's, it's it's been compromised and there's no privacy. And everyone should be too. So, like, if you're cool with your, your dick pics or your, your topless pics or whatever getting posted to the internet, then by all means, keep them on your phone. But if you're not, you, you shouldn't have them on your phone. Go Polaroid. Old school. Those came back around. But at the same time, then you're talking about another aspect of security is physical. Security is like, oh, if you're safe or your lockbox gets picked, then you have that. So nothing can be totally secure. The only yeah. way... Unless I, you, you know, you don't have it, then it's a hundred percent secure. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> what we talk about Bernie Sanders, the man of the what week, month? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess you could give him the month. Yeah, the oh, month of January. What they say, Bernie Sanders doll with inauguration mitten sells on eBay for guess how much? Twenty thousand and three hundred dollars that's wild i need to get into yeah. my my doll making skills get my 3d printer and make some little bernie sanders dolls that's wild though but um it just goes to show what people will spend their money on yeah and i thought i'm not gonna laugh the meme's been hilarious oh, yeah. he, he so reminded me of my grandpa sitting there <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh. I like that. Looks like my grandpa sitting there chilling. I was like, but yo, they were like relentless with them. I seen him in like every single movie. <laughs> <laughs> yo, someone even made a. There's a Star Wars video game mm-hmm. that they made a image of him, and he's in there swinging lightsabers and stuff. It's wild. But yeah, they really went ham with the the Bernie Sanders memes. And it was perfect because it fits in so many things, like to me. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, oh, that's funny. Like, people, I gotta give people credit. Internet has brought so much comedy to things. It has. Oh, man. It's hilarious. And it's, and it's, it's that is a weird way of, uh, you know, spreading information and comedy in an age where people are not, like, touching one another, pounding, shaking hands, what have you, but, like, these memes have been in high circulation and they're nonstop, but I'm glad he's taking it in good spirit and other people are managing to make some money with it too. 
I just picture my grandpa so much. Even when he talks and stuff, he acts like my grandpa. So it's kind of funny. Like, listen, oh, it's, it's not such a big deal. I'm glad people enjoy it. Like, I haven't heard him speak, but I know that's pretty much what he would be saying about it. Um, I don't know. It's just funny to me. But um, you, bring, you bring up something interesting. How have you been dealing with less physical contact with people during COVID? Have you has it increased since it's kind of weaned and now we got a vaccine going and all this, or has it stayed the same? Like nah, I mean, like, what they say, um, like coder, computer programmers, and introverts and gamers are like, yo, this is great. Now I got an excuse to be more antisocial. But like, I'm still, I'm still on the notion that um, I believe. I got a, the vaccine is for me, as we mentioned, mutation. Like there are some of the vaccines that are claiming to protect against mutated viruses, but I'm not buying it. Like the flu, they've been making flu vaccines for, (laughs) let's just call it over 30 years. And you still have to tweak it because the flu strain keeps mutating and as we, 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 we suggested before, that this coronavirus could mutate as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't see this. I foresee this this whole social distancing thing being continued. Because the corona is just a new flu, but this flu is a little nastier. Yeah, I know. I've found myself in social situations where I honestly forget to not touch people as much like um and then i think close people i'm close with i still touch like normal but if you're not like somebody i'm close with more than likely i'm not touching you at this point but i have had times where i shook somebody's hand like but i it was just so in the moment like i wasn't thinking i was it's such a natural thing for me to shake it's like Man, how long have they been doing the whole handshake ring? I don't want to say it's like in our DNA. It's ingrained for us to do do that. But I think that culture is going to change eventually. Or do you carry hand sanitizer? I was going to say, you can get away with it. Yeah, I have some in the the van I have. So, um, I don't know. It, It does. And part of me is like, Listen, we touch our phones. We touch so much stuff anyway. And what, is, what think, is a handshake, really? If you really think about it, it's probably less germy than your cell phone. And that's honest. what I was thinking, too. What would ultimately be the demise is the cell phones. Because it's like you do this, you do that, touch your phone. Do that. And as even if you wash your hands, still go back to touch your phone, which is contaminating. But, I mean... You can't let me fair, man. Like you said, you were hooping, doing what you gotta do. It's like either live in a bubble or, you know. I don't really for. I don't know. The whole it's it's federal mandate now, masking up in buildings, what have you, in federal buildings. But it's like most stores, if not all stores, they have that mask mandate, and I don't see that going away. But let me ask you this. Granted, you know, like, facial recognitions can identify you from your eyes down, but is there any 
disadvantage to the public being masked and hardly identifiable? I think it's more for mental and emotional stability because we got to see faces. Faces are like social cues to how to interact with people. Mm -hmm. So the fact that your face is covered most of the time, I think it it starts to mess with us up here because we are social creatures. People mm -hmm. forget that. Like naturally we are, no matter how introverted you are, you crave some kind of social interaction in person. I think that I think after this time, I think most of the population, maybe globally, would be a little bit off for a while or adjusted or your brain chemistry would change a little bit due to having to wear a mask for so long and that's daily life. Um, and that's something people are not talking about, the effects after we say get out of this situation. Hmm. What are going to be the unintended consequences of collateral damage socially and everyday interactions and stuff like that? Since especially we're going more digital, but you're seeing the effects of just being digital is unhealthy too. So, so how um, do you how do you facilitate this? And like, obviously you got to facilitate some sort of human interaction, but um, I heard there is a spit saliva COVID test. Hmm. Okay. And I think like something like that where you could have rapid results, you could get some sort of semblance of normality and interactions going on. Mm -hmm. I would rather have something like that in place than there are your papers. Show us your vaccine. You cannot come into here until that's then. But it's like, I think that would be more effective. Mm-hmm. Having, I, I don't know, man, but the future is um, is wild. I know uh, sports fans are getting ready to get back into that. Um, I know you're you're more of a sports guy than me, but who's uh, who's going to the Super Bowl? Uh, it is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady's on that team, and right. you got Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I foresee the Chiefs pulling it out a close one. If I had to predict on the game, it I am going to be home for that game. So the environment is going to be very festive in the central Florida area. And especially since it's in Tampa. And something unique in history for the Super Bowl is I think it's the first time a team in the Super Bowl plays at home. Really? To speak, I think. So Tampa is making history by playing the Super Bowl in Tampa. Um, question. Was hmm. there a Super Bowl 2020? It's weird. You know how they do sports? They do it like the 20. You'll win like on the 20. Like, all right, you had the 2019 season, but you played the Super Bowl in 2020. It's a weird thing in sports where all of them kind of do oh, it. Yeah, yeah, because the new year and whatnot. But, yeah. Oh, was this like. So Kansas City won last year, basically. Okay, okay. They beat um, San Francisco. I had to think about it. Oh, actually, yeah. they're going again. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to repeat. As a Super Bowl champ, usually they suck. Like, the next year, they drop off the face of the earth. Like, they suck. And considering COVID <laughs> was running rampant through the NFL to where teams barely had enough people to play, like, their star players and stuff throughout the season. And seeing the lingering effects of when the athlete recovers from COVID, how they perform 
Yeah. Um, especially mentally and physically is interesting too. And Cam Newton would be an example of that. He, he was never the same COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that it has some lingering effects on the lungs. I have some concerns that there could be some lingering effects on the brain as well. And a but lot of reports of that too. There's some studies that, and that's why this virus to me is so unique because like it's head and shoulders, knees and toes. Like it, it literally it can affect your toes. At the same time, most people affect the lungs. But I hear it can travel in the brain and do all types of fuckery uh, back there. But yeah, NFL, um, Super Bowl, um, I hear the day after is one of the most unproductive days in like work history. And many managers have said that it should be a national holiday. Because it's a wasted day because everyone's been up all night drinking and either angry because their team won or they're celebrating because their team... I'm sorry, angry because their team lost or they're celebrating because their team won. But like, I don't know. You know what I'm curious about? What are the effects of the winner's team on the population? Hmm. Like how many baby? How many people get pregnant during that time after <laughs> championships and stuff? Like, I'm really curious about that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I could have met, but now like there was always this. Uh, they say like in Philly, whenever they win like a game or something, like grease the poles because like people climb to they act crazy like historically, mm-hmm. and it's funny because it's like they showed footage of like certain team cities winning like some sort of championship and like the places burnt down and then it makes you almost think like yeah, that was a riot but it wasn't a riot it was just like the, a team winning or something but yeah people act crazy so yeah uh, well sports brings out fanatics so I think it goes back to the group think and <laughs> um, a lot of psychology that's that's driven in to that as well but you know if whatever brings camaraderie among Fellow man, so bit. Yeah, sports been around for ages, like since the beginning of the time. So I okay. mean, people fail to realize that, like, sports been around for a long time. Uh, in many yeah. shapes and fashions, too. Uh, even the Aztecs used to play. Used to, um, <laughs> if the team lost, they would die. No, if the team won, they would die because it was an honor to be like a, a sacrificial, whatever, be sacrificed to the sun or some shit. But like, yeah, strange cultures. Well, let's talk about this GM situation. This is interesting news. GMs will eliminate gas burning vehicles by 2035. I called it Upgrade America Handbook, policy for the future. Now, how are they going about doing that? Um, okay. This is by CBS News to throw that out there. We'll have the whole list on uh, YouTube. Of the rundown, but General Motors will stop producing vehicles that run on gasoline or diesel fuel over the next 14 years, replacing all the fleet with all electric cars, SUVs, and light trucks, says the CEO Mary Barra announced Thursday. They promised they would get net carbon neutral by 2040, reducing greenhouse gas pollution that it produces mm-hmm. from purchasing carbon offsets to make up for existing emissions. Let's see, uh, I'm trying to look. It does not apply to heavy duty vehicles such as commercial trucks. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Because um, big batteries. Yeah. Let's see, I'm trying to see. Sort of like the diesel powered stuff they would probably still keep 
Yeah, I can see diesel probably a little more so than gas, to be honest, because diesel burns slower, I think, or something like that. You know, my understanding, do you get a better economy of fuel with the diesel, or is diesel cheaper to produce? Because I thought like diesel was like a byproduct of making gas. I forget. I forgot to. Uh, I just remember we we didn't have to fill up as much when we had diesel vehicles in the Air Force. I do remember yeah, that. I remember going on a three-hour road trip in Germany. I had that Benz with the uh, with the Eco Drive, but it was diesel, and I was driving like three hours to Nuremberg, and then it was like not even a quarter tank. Wow. Yeah. So it's like it was very fuel effective. Yeah, I was blowing money in Germany uh, on gas and cell phone man. That's why I got my rid of the X5 because it was where you we had gas rations, man. And yeah. soon as it was like, oh, you're out of gas rations, you we have to pay for it in euro. And the euros, that's how you know God bless America because we we buy gas on the gallon for cheap. In Europe, you know they buy it by the liter, which yeah. is like half of a soda, <laughs> and it's you know and then you paying it by the by the euros, but yeah. Electric cars, I'm for it, but one thing I, I got to emphasize, where everyone thinks, oh, electric, clean and green. If you're charging your electric car with coal power, <laughs> the coal is burning harder to charge your car. So don't think it's just all clean and green and, and written off. There's still more to it than, than that. But it is doing something for the environment. I'll, I'll give that, give that. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with their endeavors. And, it's aligned with Upgrade America. Yeah, and I'm curious, and I had this discussion, we were talking about this at work. I said, uh, what about the existing gas and diesel uh, vehicles when, say, those go obsolete, mm -hmm. so to speak? We'll have shops for conversion. Yeah, it would be a really great hustle, but at the same time, make. I can see it being done because I saw. I, Maybe it was like Motor Trend or something like that, but they've done it and it can be done. It's just as it's cost effective. Mm -hmm. And you know? we also talked about this because you know, we're defenders, you prepare for yeah. contingencies. And with electric vehicles, you can be hacked or hit with an EMP. So yeah. it's behooves you to have a gas powered exactly. vehicle. So let me ask you this and I get the backup, but when do you think there'll be? rolled phased out rather like totally phased out where like the average car is electric hmm let's see we're in 2021 mm -hmm. i would say like 2035 or something like that i think i think yeah. around this time it says 10 years I, I, now yeah i, I can see a little that. bit further because i was thinking 2045 Okay. So they can get the price down to where the average American can buy it. But monkey wrench. Monkey wrench. Mm -hmm. Because average Americans, inevitably, yep, we're going for electric cars. But their cars are also going to drive themselves. So that defeats the purpose of owning a car. You're saying with that market, with that model, you wouldn't like buy your car, have it sitting at home while you're not using it, you would send it out on the streets and pimp it out, like doing Uber or something. And they, and they already out. have a company for that too, where you can let people borrow your car. I forgot what company, I've seen a couple where you, you, people can kind of like rent your car mm -hmm. while not using it. 
And that is something interesting you bring up. Like, think about if you go to work and your car is sitting there for eight hours and you're not using it. Like, that would be a nice way to make income besides people just in your car. You got to worry about criminal activity. Like, people, I don't know, learning your personal information. Like, you know, hacking through your entertainment system or something like that. Figuring out where you live. Like, stuff like that, I guess I'll be concerned concerned about, but... I still like the, the idea of it. Like you said, it's, it's like passive income. Even if it's only paying off the car where it's like, yo, while I'm working, the car's out doing this thing and it's paying off the bill and the insurance. I think that's cool. But the mm-hmm. future is going to be... Yeah, it's going to be real dope, man. It's... And one I thing I've noticed is a lot of community sharing, like community. Ooh. It's more of a thing on that, which leads to our next topic, which I think is a very interesting story you brought up. Uh, this guy, was this guy uses stimulus to help the community or something like that? Yeah, who was that? Oh, yeah, so we got some good news for our upgrades and not all this doom and gloom. But mm-hmm. yeah, the guy he did something with his stimulus check, and it was pretty cool. Like, where is this article? Okay, Bernie and Mitten, GM, Reddit, plastic furniture, stimulus communities. Okay, here we are. So this is from Atlanta Black Star. So don't even need the assistance anymore. Florida man uses his stimulus check to create a generational food, help the community. So it says millions of Americans received federal stimulus checks to help tie them over during the COVID-19 lockdowns. Fear over food shortages led Tampa, Florida native Michael Spirit Mike Cheney to use his assistance to start his own garden. So he got a quote from him. I do biointensive gardening, which means planting as much as you can in a small space, explained Cheney. I specifically picked these types of fruits, dwarf plants, because they grow fruit fast interesting so this is something i need to look up into so i think yeah, that's me too. Like, because that was my concern my biggest concern was like yo twelve hundred dollars ain't gonna hold people over particularly when we forecasted this incident to last more than 18 months so the whole notion of showing people how to grow food and then growing it and then growing food fast is what's up so they said dozens of dwarf plants are properly situated through Chinese. Point three acres, so it's not even a whole acre wow. in, uh, of land in East Tampa. He said he researched them all to ensure each plant was right to fit for the garden. So, not knocking Bill Gates, you know, I, I don't know him personally, but he has a reputation, you know, vaccine king and all. But he has bought up the most farmland in America. Mm-hmm. Everyone's scared of his vaccines, but there's mentioning of putting. That you can put vaccine into food. You know, it's like, oh, you don't want to take my vaccine, do you? We'll make you eat it. And mm-hmm. um, having the ability to control your food source is one, you know what's in it. And um, God forbid it's ever a restriction. They, they put any restrictions on the access food. Having that ability to grow your own is always a plus. Like, looking into the real estate game. You see all these fancy, smancy houses, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, that's cute. You only pay half a million, and it's like, I have to, my neighbors, like, touch my property? Nah, I'm I'm dropping half a mil. I want some acres so I can grow some food, have some land. 
you know, that's what's more important than the brick and orders is, is having that land and ability to farm. But what about you? You got a green thumb? I kill a cactus every now and then. I would definitely get a greenhouse and I would, would definitely get something low maintenance to maintain mm -hmm. it because I'm just that kind of person. Uh, um, what's up, Rye? Shout out to Rye. Yo. Um, what I did like is the list of stuff he grew. So, got collards, papaya, eggplants, onions, yeah. tomatoes, cashew apples, and other plants. And also, uh, a moringa tree that bears the most powerful health benefits in his entire garden. So, really? What is yeah. that? A moringa tree? Yeah, he said a moringa tree. And also, he has uh, chickens produce right eggs. On. Okay, that's pretty cool. This is very interesting. But here's a fun fact about the chicken. Is that something I want to do too? Is like you can get a tax, a farming credit. Oh, what happened? You can get a farming credit for to get for having chickens. Just having maybe a few chickens on your mm -hmm. property, and then you get a tax break for that. But of course, they they lay the eggs. You know, they keep that coming. But like, there's companies that they'll ship you chickens, mm -hmm. live chickens like Amazon. Like, boom pop up and now you got a chicken farm but yeah i like i like the thing i like the most is what he's doing with food scraps what's he so doing he, said with it, he goes into a soldier fly larvae bin they eat that and produce more larvae larvae then gets fed to the chickens and the chickens produce right. eggs so he got like a circle like a circle yeah, yeah. system and I always wonder, like, yo, you can do so much of food scraps. I think you use it for biogas or something like that. Mm -hmm. You can use it for fertilizer, like all these kind of things. So I always wonder that when you're dumping scraps out in, in the trash, like we could really be using that for something. And that's what I be thinking sometimes too. Like we are definitely in the times of abundance because we waste so much. And as you mentioned, like all those scraps could be used, they can be Used for to feed chickens, whatever. We have some broad chickens too, you know, eating all, <laughs> eating all the stuff we throw in. Shoot, you think about them, them chickens eating good. If they eating food scraps and then the larvae, they get to eat the larvae, which is juicy. They probably love that. Well, I might think about that too. If only just to get the, the chickens, keep them eggs coming. And, you know, if ever I want to um, make a sandwich, I may have to sacrifice one of them. But, you know, I be. Yeah, so I brought up your favorite thing, plastic manufacturing. Right on. Off of Twitter. Um, I follow this account you know, called Ashley. Yeah, and it's 3D printed uh, furniture used by recycled plastic bags, which we have a huge issue with. Yo. And it was really dope. I shared this with Cam. He's like, yo. You know, I that was like, really brought a smile to my face. I wrote a book called Skyward Building the Dream. And that's more or less, I want to build the tallest building in the world out of plastic and dedicate the base to it, you know, to the homeless. And it sounded crazy at first, but now seeing more people are taking actions to do just this, like there is a literal continent of garbage, of plastic in the Pacific Ocean, you mm -hmm. know? It's like, I believe they said it's bigger than two Texases. Wow. And it's just trash bags and plastic and crap. But in this article that CJ sent me, it's showing people collecting these bags and they're actually printing, 3D printing furniture. 
and that, that really brought a smile to my face because that's just the beginning you know you can that's just getting started you can print entire homes you can print as i mentioned like the tallest biggest building in the world like it's all possible and it's exciting times man but please elaborate um basically it looks like it's going uh in amsterdam it looks like this video um but yeah they've been printing like benches to put out in public and stuff like that they're really cool y'all check it out when you look at the youtube it'll be in our comments uh description section with the links but it's very fascinating you see the 3d printing on a huger scale which you're very uh enthusiastic about as well um i think it's, it's to me when i saw that i was like about damn time like we've been talking about this shit forever like what are we waiting on like you can make money off of being green and i find the irony in that you can make green off of being green yeah that is pretty ironic very clever it's fun you need so, to um i think capitalists our generation of capitalists we need to realize that and, and, and further expose that like yo we can make clean products and, and, and get this money but there is a, still a lingering generation of those dinosaurs who want to frack and, and you know rape the planet you know make a few bucks but at the same time we are in unprecedented times and i don't know what the future holds but having some sort of plan in order while homelessness is manageable to this magnitude they're mm-hmm. complaining about california oh everyone's living on the street in california and this side and the third well yo I, I laid the blueprint for you we had a plastic problem too so let's use that and build structures for you you can make an entire homeless city i don't want to call it we wouldn't be a homeless city because they would be they would have homes constructed mm-hmm. but it is possible it's possible and there's no reason why we can't do it there's no reason why we should not you know and um skyward upgrade america well these are americans at the end of the day we say we're about helping everybody equality and justice and mm-hmm. the pursuit of happiness and all this what are we waiting on like i think like america would be so much better for everyone if we eliminated poverty like through universal basic assets, through providing homes and healthcare, like all these things are are, are are becoming more in reach. I guess we could use this, you know, with technology, we could use this to trans transition into the article on Sophia. For those who don't know, Sophia is like this artificial intelligent robot, you know, that uh, I believe she was made in Hong Kong. Humanoid robot, she's been on a lot of talk shows, but now they want to roll her out in masses to work in hospitals and, you know, to supplement where healthcare providers, because they're taking a toll. The nurses, the doctors, you know, they've been grinding for over a year straight with COVID, it's taking a toll on them. So could a super smart robot help out? It's difficult to say. Let me whip this article up real quick. Uh-huh. What's on Sophia? Uh, it creeps me out, but I understand that eventually we got to work with robots. We do it anyway, but this is like another form of it. And Rod said, you're making too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like, it is pretty creepy. You laying up in the hospital bed, maybe you got a little medicine in your IV, and then you see this robotic looking thing roll up on you. But I suppose if they put a mask on her in the scrub,
you may not even be able to tell the difference. So let me. Let, this is from Reuters. Okay. It says, Makers right. of Sophia, the robot plan mass rollout amid pandemic. So Hong Kong, social robots like me can take care of the sick or elderly. Sophia says that she conducts a tour of her lab in Hong Kong. I can help communicate, give therapy, and provide social stimulation, even in difficult situations. And this is what she's saying. Since being unveiled in 2016, Sophia, a humanoid robot, has gone viral. Now the company behind her has a new addition, the mass-produced robot by the end of the year. Hanson Robotics, based in Hong Kong, said four models, including Sophia, would start rolling out of factories in the first half of 2021. Just as the researchers predict, the pandemic will open up new opportunities for robotic industry. Yo, we called that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. I was like, you ain't got to worry about no calling in sick. You don't have to worry about them spreading germs. You don't have to worry about them being tired, all that good stuff. But it's morality, all you got to worry about is them getting hacked and killing everybody. But I mean, yeah. you know, what could go, what could go wrong? But... Uh, I like the idea. I like the concept. I really do. Because there's countless tasks that I'm sure that the robot can do that uh, will give nurses a break. At the same time, if Sophia becomes too good and she outperforms the nurses, she learns to take blood pressure, other vital signs, and her bedside practice is, you know, is, is better than a human, then it is a threat. If they can, this, company can roll it out in time. I'm gonna bring this up real quick. We should right. definitely be manufacturing domestically. Oh, and this is Hong Kong. Yeah, this is um, yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a, another. It's a threat. It's uh, if America is gonna be dependent on uh, foreign technologies, they already said it with, with Huawei. I uh, butcher Huawei. Yeah, like something like that. And, and right, everything something. like that, there you have that threat. And um, that's something that we, we need to concern. As I mentioned, upgrade America, let's get more technical so we don't have to, you know, bring your killer robots and uh, import killer robots and stuff and make our own. And y'all want to see examples of this? I, robot, once again, <laughs> outlines all this stuff. The robot was taking care of, I think, the main character's mother. Mm hmm. Oh, uh, you're right. It was. Um, it did start mm-hmm. off like that, and that's why I'm saying it's not spider senses tingling, but it's still like, oh wow, now they want to do a massive rollout. And anytime I hear mass, I think like, okay, with quantity you lack quality. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see how this plays out. I hope the U.S. military has a contingency plan for killer robots. True. Get them EMP uh-huh. ready. You said what? I said get them EMPs, electromagnetic pulses ready. Yeah, we're going to have a whole talk on weapons, too, on another episode. I was thinking about that. Um, Well, since we're talking about weapons and crime, how about the police chief, Ben Blue Line Imagery, says it's been co-opted by extremists. According to NBC News, uh, the chief... Kristen Roman of the University of Wisconsin-Madison says hateful ideologies run counter to the department's core values. Mm. I think it was you who I first heard say that Blue Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. And then when I thought about it, it took me along the process, and I'm like, 
it began to fuck with me <laughs> when I processed them. I'm like, yes, these are uh, people who are justifying they're, they're using deadly force and they're saying like, yo, fuck your lives. Like we 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 it the whole thing the how do you say I'm trying to think of a word where it's like comparing to Black Lives Matter. Co-op. Well, it says uh, it basically spawned from Black Lives Matter. Like no, no, but it's that. a word. Like it's 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 trying to be like Black Lives Matter, like with the wordplay. Mm-hmm. But for them to say again, as Black people, we identify as colored Black people. What what, what have you? We were born like this, and yes, our lives matter. All people matter like but to lump the blue lives in there like mm-hmm. it is a career choice you can go home you can take that badge off anytime you want i cannot be unblacked yeah. people are going to hate me until i die because of it and yeah. that is why it boiled uh it really boiled in me when these and then seeing everyone these flags i'm like i know what it meant an american flag yeah i fought for that shit. i fought bled for that shit. And it's like, that means something to me. But when you have this bastardization of a flag, I know what it is. I know what it meant. And now hearing the police chiefs that are, they are, how you say, they're supporting what we said all along. Like, yo, that flag don't stand for nothing nice. I ranted about this episodes on before, but now there's somebody validating my claims. But please, CJ, elaborate before I uh, keep going. Nah, I mean, you pretty much you know nailed it like the article is saying basically what we're saying it's been co-opted by extremists with hateful ideologies and promotion of their views that run counter to the department's core values and that it impedes our efforts to build trust Hmm. and i think i talked about this a couple episodes back where i had a discussion with somebody who was white when i see certain symbols as a black person especially as a black male i'm assuming you're a terrorist to my life Hmm. Like certain flags, and this is one of them, Blue Lives Matter. And I said it's conflict because I understand the importance of law enforcement, seeing as I have been law enforcement. But at the same time, it's all about the humanity and how you serve and protect people. And I don't agree with the philosophy that's been put out as far as just terrorizing people. I think it's, again, it's what I found most offensive was Black Lives Matter was established first. Blue Lives Matter came next, like, trying to say, like, oh, they're trying to copy it. But at the same time, it's like when you see those flags they are associated with, very often there's Confederate flags marching among them and a whole other list of other flags that raise red flags, another pun intended, for, for me. And it's like, again, the American flag is... To me, that is what, when cops and, and, and politicians are pledging allegiance or supporting a flag that is not the American flag, then that is a problem. That is a problem. And um, I'm, I'm not going to rant on it any further, but you owe your allegiance to, you know, to the American. I'm talking to lawmakers, police, law enforcement, what have you. And, and that's it. Like, to that is the Constitution. All this alterations, bastardized flags, and, and things that do that in your private time. Do do that, whatever. But um, at the same time, 
we, we know what that's about. I'm glad for the police chief speaking out like uh, against it because it, it is we say it, it's it's tarnishing the reputations of uh, you know of law enforcement, which we need because I am not a fan of anarchy. But yeah. Thank you for your service, guys. Yeah, shout out to her, and hopefully she's safe and her family too, because you know that usually doesn't go well. Mm. Um, last topic: uh, Idaho man fined nearly ten million for making ro- uh, making racist and threatening robocalls. Shout out to Idaho. This is an article for Newsweek. We gotta give people the shine of being stupid in America. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, Long story short, uh, the man was fined $10 million by the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, for making thousands of racist and threatening robocalls. Uh, $10 million? Yep. A 51-year-old Idaho native living in Montana placed calls to phones in at least eight states after pre-recording vitriolic messages. The alleged Nazi sympathizer and white supremacist targeted black and jewish politicians and journalists and members of an iowa community grieving a murder he also attempted to influence the jury in a murder case against a white supremacist in charlottesville virginia oh this goes pretty deep wow and and he's done this from may to and december 2018 and they caught up with him i guess january 14th um Wow, he altered his call ID. <laughs> I just remember when call ID first came out. Um, wow, it runs the white supremacist and anti-Semitic broadcasting outlet. Uh, freedom of uh, speech. Yeah, God bless the Fourth Amendment. Feel free to be offended, but still, it's yeah. one thing. Uh, so that's crazy. Yeah, he sent 34,000 messages through a robo-calling service called the Dialing Platform. Wow. Uh, that is that is pretty mind-boggling, but still, again, I don't comprehend this concept of hatred. Yeah. I really don't. And it's funny because it's like, the people who are really hating black people and people of color, granted, there's racist people everywhere, but like the hardcore ones seem to live in places where there's not a lot of black people. So like, what are you mad about? Yeah, good point. And somebody brought this up too. I saw like a TikTok or something like, um, introduce yourself in what your race has contributed to society or something. And it was a white young lady and she said, we stole this, we stole that, we terrorized this, like talking about white people. And I was like, wow, like just how she said it so matter of factly and like enthusiastically. But again, it's a matter of how history captures it. Yeah. Columbus um, discovered the new world. Fuck out of here, he pillaged that shit. Like, yeah. But again, it's how our history is written, how we're, because ex- we're so innocent when we're learning it. You know, at the age of seven, eight, and nine, and we're like, oh, and then they discovered America, and then they raped the Native Americans, and they enslaved the black people. It's all delicate. They really don't get real with it, but. Yeah. Ah, man. Oh, what's up, uh, Puka Bear 84 That's my sister. Never pops in. Wow, that's rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for joining. 
Yeah, well, shit, we about to finish now. You would come in late. How about that? Um, she's a baby, so of course that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. We kind of on the time crunch. Sorry for the rushness if y'all felt that, but I got stuff to do. I know Cam does. Um, it was a great show. Mixing it down is gonna be fun because you know I. I forgot to hit record on <laughs> Skype, but you know, we have the Facebook footage. Yeah. But, um, bro, I don't know. I know you got some snow out there. You're getting ready to do some, you know, do some traveling. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll keep y'all informed on that. Um, hopefully, any, I'll go ahead. Oh, no, I'm saying any advice, words of wisdom to, uh, to our upgraders out there? Uh, stay blessed, be grateful. Um, check on your close friends and family. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you live in, I've learned, living in colder climates, you definitely need to spend extra attention checking on people because you're more likely to be inside. And so you're probably internalizing a lot more, a little more stir crazy, stuff like that. Um, definitely check. I definitely appreciate Florida lifestyle, especially weather. Yeah. Really appreciate that after being up here. I'm going to be real honest about that. Now, I did enjoy the snow because I haven't seen it in 20 plus years, but living in it, not so much. So I get why everybody moves to Florida. I understand now. (laughs) I mean, uh, you pretty much nailed it, man. Like, yo, check up on everybody. Be positive. Stay blessed. Don't give up. You're still in the game. You survived 2020. You know, um, Life is really grand. It's not without its challenges, you know, but this, whatever this thing we're in, this reality, it, it's great. And we have the opportunity to make the most of it. Yo, you and me, CJ, we built this thing. 98 episodes. Wow. Strong, you know, and, and coming. Looking forward to partying like it's episode 99. <laughs> Shout out to Prince OG Legend. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a genius out here. Ah, that dude was dope. Um, yeah, shout out to mom putting me on Prince back in the day because I used to think he was gay. Full disclosure. It's like, why are you dressed like that? Whatever he does, he did with consenting adults is, is his business. I'm not yeah. knocking nobody's lifestyle. Yeah, yo, you're gonna be blessed, positive. Need 3D hats? Holler at me. You know what I mean? We got that uh, the printer up and running, making it happen. But yo, upgrade America. This is what it's about. And um, yeah, <laughs> four more years and run for president again. Yeah, how about that? Let's do that. <laughs> Keep it coming. But yeah, stay blessed. Talk to y'all later. Peace, Facebook. All right, peace, IG. Shit. <laughs>